One, two, three, do it! Today we have Lori Bernard Stratton Hello. Right. from the Stratton set list. Yeah. All right, all right, all right, Lori. Glad to have you. Thanks for having me. Joining yeah. us here for the Gab and the Jam Party. Absolutely. I, we probably should have brought you a tambourine. Or I could have totally done that. Oh. <laughs> Say next time, right? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah, so I'm gonna turn over to you. Come on. Okay. Let's go. All right, all right. <laughs> okay. So, um, I understand that you review concerts. So, I do several things. I do go to a lot of concerts, and I do write and take. I do write some pieces about concerts I go to. A lot of them are local artists. Okay. Um, and I also take a lot of photos, too. So okay. So, a lot of the shows that we go to. Some are national acts, some are local acts. Okay. Uh, yep. All right. Um, there were a couple of questions related yeah, to your sure. blogging practice. Yeah. I understand that your husband is a partner. He is to some degree, yes. He has okay. written he has written a few posts for the Stratton set list. Oh my goodness. He also will help out with photography at times. So okay. like if we're sitting in different areas of a, like an arena, particularly in a large setting, he might help with that. Or occasionally if there's a show I can't go to and he's there, he'll take photos. Aww. So we will split that at times, but yeah. Okay. And, and yeah. then my understanding is that not only do you see things locally, but right. you guys will actually go out of town. We do. We travel You'll quite do a, a bit. pilgrimage to see a band. We oh sure will. Yes. <laughs> yes, yes. We've gone as far as Scotland to see some acts. Wow. We've gone to, um, obviously, like to London. Uh, we've also, we also travel around the U.S. a lot to different festivals and what I call destination shows, so where you can drive within a couple hours in the Midwest, like Chicago, Milwaukee, Columbus, Pittsburgh, any of those areas where if they're not coming to Detroit, or the day conflicts with something else we have going on, we'll easily drive somewhere to do that. Well, that's, Lori, I, I really feel like for artists, people like you and your husband, you are really the lifeblood. You are what <laughs> keeps. I mean, this is why mm -hmm. people do it. Yeah, yeah. Is you know that to to where the music touches someone to yes. that degree, where hey, that they're willing to travel to Scotland wow. to yes. see them. I mean, that you know when you're picking up an instrument and you're dreaming about what it's yes. all about. Yes. I know a lot of people think it's the fame and fortune. No, it's really the fact that. You know, you could touch individuals like you and your Right, and, and one thing we like is we like the variety. So we like to be able to go support the people locally. Ann Arbor, right. Ipsy, uh, elsewhere, Michigan, Detroit area, and 10 shows. Even right. into the Toledo area, Midwest. And then we also like the ability to travel to go see other acts. So yeah. it's all about supporting the entire network. Oh, that, that's wow. that, that's yeah. just really awesome. That's it awesome. Is. Wow. Oh, my goodness. So when you're at a concert, because as a blogger, you know, um, just the logistics are what kind of fascinate me. <laughs> yeah. So what, how do you take notes as the concert is going, or I mean, or do you have like a photographic memory? How do you do this? 
where you keep track of the things that you want to talk about in yeah, your post. Yeah, yeah. So what I'll do is I use my iPhone voice memo to record like when the artist is speaking in between songs. Okay. So I can easily oh. get quotes that way. Oh. Uh, I used to find that I tried to type it, but sometimes I couldn't go quite as fast on a phone. Mm -hmm. If mm -hmm. I had a laptop or something, that's a little different, but that's not always conducive in a right. concert environment. So um, recording that is one thing. Uh, occasionally I might make notes about like what they're doing in the song, if there's particular like movements they're doing, like like if they're dancing or if they have a certain backdrop or photos or videos that they're showing to kind of capture okay. capture the scene. I'll maybe make notes of like uh, kind of the notes on my iPhone. Yeah. Really. Or cool. if I, I, other times I've carried a small notepad to write down on, so, but okay. I found that being able to audio record everything really helps. Okay, oh, and yeah. do you yeah. check out like their set list ahead of time? I do. I'll go to like okay. setlist.fm. I mean, I love that site because a lot of people, fans will put up set lists from previous. Yeah, so you kind of have a, a feel Some what artists they might do. don't always have the same set, but it's close enough, so you get an idea of what they're going to sing. Yeah, and that helps, really so cool. you know. And then of course, you know, my husband and I will do what we call the immersion, where we'll listen to an artist like straight through for like maybe a few days before the show. Oh, wow. So we'll listen to their catalog, whatever we have in their physical copies or on Spotify or anywhere like that. Oh, so cool. so that we get an idea of what we're going into. And I'll do the same with local artists too. I'll try to listen as much as I can of their stuff, whatever it's on streaming services like a Bandcamp or okay. Spotify, whatever that might be, um, or like YouTube, just to get an idea of what they've done in the past. So okay. when I go in, I'm educated about their, their art. That. Yeah. That's that journalist in here. Yeah, it is. Yeah. So <laughs> let's, I guess, back up just a little bit. Yeah. Did you want to piggyback on that? No, no, go ahead. Okay. Um, what kind of is your background sure. for doing what you're doing? Yeah, so I do. Um, I did start out as a journalist. I've spent most of my professional career in corporate communications for large global companies. Okay. Um, and so that's kind of, but I worked with a lot of former journalists. So people who had started papers and then kind of gravitated to PR and corporate what we call corporate journalism, and met a lot of people that way. And so I kind of used my newspaper type skills in that environment. But on the side, I started to start this music blog a few years ago because we went to a lot of concerts. And I worked for a, a, I worked for a guy at another company for a long time who was kind of like my mentor. Mm -hmm. And he said, you know, you should write about all those shows you're going to, yeah. all the adventures. So it took me a while, but finally about three and a half years ago, I started doing that. Mm -hmm. And then it started out where I was focusing a lot on kind of my own personal viewpoints about songs or artists or mm. shows and then I still do that occasionally but I found that I enjoyed writing more about a lot of the local artists okay and some national acts where I'm able to interview them I decided rather than having it I want to shift the focus from me to them Aww. because because I enjoy the music and that's what kind of really fuels my creativity mm -hmm. and kind of my passion as a person but I want to tell their story about what they're doing and why they're inspired with their art and where they're going Oh, so. I'm so sweet. Wow, that's awesome. That really <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, it's really awesome the fact that you did start off or, you know, have roots in mm -hmm. print media yes. and kind of yes. able to bridge the gap between those two worlds, you know. Yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, a lot of people will say maybe a failing kind of print side of it, you know, and bring some real journalistic integrity yeah to mm -hmm. like exactly and things like that and, so. and and that's what i really believe in. i believe in the spirit of journalism yeah and even though it's more moved to like electronic media these days mm -hmm. i still want to i still like the idea of capturing the print essence in digital media yeah because i believe in that approach and i understand that things change but i still think you can keep that same spirit or focus and adapt it to electronic media yeah yeah and, and you know i think as as much as people say that things like print are just dying and going away. Yeah. I don't think so. I mean, you know, it's sort of like uh, we found that with music with respect to um, cassettes mm -hmm. and, exactly. you know, LPs oh, yes. that, that they found a resurgence. And mm -hmm. I, I think I you're going to see 
something similar to that. I agree. You know, because there's nothing like opening up a magazine, yes. and there's nothing exactly. like reading the newspaper. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's just not the same. I grew up in papers. My mom always bought all the local papers. Yeah. Right. We had stacks at home. Um, I've always had stacks of like magazines at home because yeah. I read all kinds of things. Right. And my husband reads a lot, so we have you know stacks of books and things all over the place. And so I just believe that you know I'm into physical like media, so like print. Um, and you talked about the resurgence of LPs and, and yeah. cassettes. I still buy physical. I still prefer physical media, like right. for music. If I can go to a show, I'd much rather buy an artist CD or LP or cassette. But streaming is very convenient because I believe you got to embrace the current stuff too. Yeah. But I will always have a special place in my heart for the physical media. Yeah, yeah. the tangibility aspect. I want to pick it up. I want to see it. I want to have it be an experience. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I, I do agree. And, and there's always that marriage, especially with LPs between yes. journalists and music yeah. because of, you know, the liner notes. Yep. Yes, That include mm -hmm. so many of those records. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, I know for me, well, they're kind of a part of me growing up and gave you a special insight into the it artist. It does. Mm -hmm. You yes. know, so... And I That's bet really your good. record collection is extensive. We have a pretty big record collection. Oh, my <laughs> Several goodness. hundred, yeah. Jeez. I have a whole shelf at home, you know, and, and one room bolted to the wall with vinyl. So, wow. yeah, so that includes LPs, and I have a lot of several 45s or 7 inches, and a bunch of cassettes and tons of CDs. So, you still have your, your turntable. Do you have one oh, of yeah. those take up the whole room? Or you no, got not the... quite that. I've got a smaller one that we have, like a component system downstairs that's hooked up to, like, a like a surround sound oh, that that's we cool. have. Yeah, and then we've got, like, a. You know, then we've got components for a cassette and CD. I even have an 8-track player. Oh, so, yeah. my goodness. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Wow. So I, I believe in all the formats. Now, the 8-tracks, they're kind of hit or miss how well they work. Yeah. You know, because yeah. the quality of them is not the same. But tapes, I still think, sound good. Yeah. And I like the artists that are going above and beyond to, to release, like, particularly a lot of the younger acts who didn't grow up with mm -hmm. tapes. Yeah. And they're releasing their album on cassettes. And I always, like... Go for that because oh I think it's goodness. so cool that yeah, do that they actually are putting them out. Yeah, on yeah, wow. yeah. Exactly. You know, and, and I, I know I have, I can't say that I have a love hate relationship with cassettes. I think I have a hate hate, hate, hate relationship. We <laughs> just talked about that. <laughs> As a person who was actually, you know, making them and, mm -hmm. and you, you, you hear true. one thing, yeah. especially when you're recording in a studio yes, and then yes. you drop them down to a cassette and it's like the sound quality is I, so degraded. You're yes. like, oh, God. It, it's you know. the convenience factor, but it, does, yes. it, does it sound as good as vinyl? No. no a new yeah. vinyl, particularly like, you know, a heavier weight one, like the 180 gram yeah. these days, yeah. is a great experience. You know? Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm not exactly an audiophile, but I like the idea. It's more the tangibility of the media that I like. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's something about that, you know, um, actually, you know, physically where uh -huh. the media contributes to the sound, you know, because right. you're actually right. committing the sound to yes. something physical uh -huh. and not necessarily yes. a binary code yes. or a computer interpretation right. of right. what right. the computer has been fed into it. Exactly. So, so and, and I think you do lose that part of it. There's something you know? to be said for analog, though. I, yeah, I agree. It is. Yeah, people like, you know, people tell digital, I, I respect digital, but analog to me will always be my always be my preference yeah i mean yeah. analog is it, it's it's, it's <laughs> hard to work with yeah but, I you know i mean yeah. especially in, in this media it's almost like mm -hmm. i compare it to i guess in the print world would be like using a typewriter versus <laughs> yeah. using yeah. a word processor yeah, yeah, yeah. you know it's, i mean because you know, exactly. it's sort of like you know if, right. if you mess up you know that page i mean it's got to go <laughs> out and you know you gotta start <laughs> over again and that's kind of the same way yes. it was you know when it came to <laughs> Recording on tape, you know. So. Right, right. You had to start all over. Yeah, again. too. I remember I'm, those days. But, you know, <laughs> you did have to be a true musician in order to do it. So, you know, go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm just hijacking. All no, you're good. I'm good at you're doing good. it. You're good. Yeah. I'm I don't just do the jam part. I do the gap part. See, I'm doing it you're again. You're doing a lot of gab. I'm gap. just gabbing. A lot of gab. <laughs> um, 
<laughs> so, when it comes to concerts, how many do you think you've seen in these last oh, three years? Oh my god. People ask me that question a lot. Honestly, it's really hard to keep track. Aww. I probably average maybe one or two a week. So Wow! Yeah. So, and that could be anything from like going to anywhere locally in Ann Arbor to see a show to going to Detroit to traveling. So, um, some weeks we have a ton, some weeks not as many. Uh, we, my husband and I often have what we call the concert dilemma, where we find like multiple shows oh, on yeah, one night, always. and you say, I've already got tickets to this one, I wish I could clone myself into right. these others so I could experience everything. Aww. But obviously you can't do that, but I, I, if there's a way, I would do it. <laughs> so honestly, it's we've been to hundreds. I can't even Jeez. get to keep, keep track of how many, just because we go to so many, and to me it's like second nature. It's just wow. like, you know... You know, some people. It's like going. It's like going to work, but in but in like a yeah. in, in a different way. You know, because yeah. like to me, it's the fun work. It's the fun work. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, so, not- <laughs> look, if there's like a band that's like watching yeah, this, good. and and yeah. this band kind of says, "Wow, you know, I would like to have her come oh, yeah. out to my show." What would that band need to do? Oh, all they'd have to do is reach out to me. So they could contact okay. me through Facebook. I have a Facebook page for for the Stratton setlist. Okay. They can write me through Facebook. Um, they could. Email me at strattonsetlist at yahoo.com. Yeah. Okay. That's another option. Or they could contact me. Um, my phone number is 734 945 5957. Boy, she's being. Yeah. She's putting it all yeah, out there. And, and, and yeah. we can put those links on, on the bottom of the video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bottom of the video. And my approach is I welcome all artists. Um, I don't believe in turning people away. I believe in supporting people. It's about everybody has something to offer with their art. Okay. And I'm open to any genre and oh, wow. any type of artist. So yeah. I don't restrict things. I believe in supporting people. That's that's why I do it. That's okay, awesome. Cool. Yeah. Right. That's really awesome. So, that's wow. awesome. Wow. I, I'm, I'm not, you know, go ahead. <laughs> do your thing. Well, that was a couple of, couple of questions that I had. Um, favorite blogging tool? I'm still, I'm still Man. with the logistics. I'm yeah, still... honestly, my blogging tools are pretty simple. So my voice memo on my phone okay. is probably the most important thing. Okay. I also use a transcription service that really saves me a lot of time. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 the Temi transcription yeah. service. Yeah, how has that been working it's, out? It's pretty good. Actually, okay. it saves me a lot of time because I was transcribing so much by hand. That is, And that takes I've a long that, yeah. time. It takes a long time. I mean, granted, you know, you it, it's good because you kind of immerse yourself and go back and relive the interview, but the nice thing about having a transcription service is you can do, I can do more posts. Okay, oh, right. Because part yeah. of it was I found that I could really kind of get to know things, but I felt like I couldn't be quite as efficient, so I needed some way yeah. with a full-time job, and we go to all these shows to find yeah. a way to balance it out and that yeah. saved me a ton of time oh wow and that's helped awesome. and then you know then you can always go back and re-listen to the quotes to make sure it's accurate right and mm-hmm. to make sure you understand because you know they're not perfect but it's a good start what's yeah. their turnaround time if you don't oh it's only a few minutes so oh, so, so it's like digital it's digital yeah oh. so you upload you upload the digital file to the website and then uh it comes back to you in a few minutes now the longer the interview if it's like an hour or more it might mm. take a few more minutes but i'd say it, get, it comes back with it maybe a half hour oh my god it doesn't take long at all so it's it's great in that and regard. it's cost effective yeah it's like okay. 10 cents a minute so yeah it's, okay. it's real oh. cost effective oh that's not bad at all no not at all do you mind sharing some of your favorite bands that you have discovered Yes, there's a lot of good ones. Um, I don't know if I could say I discovered them, but I learned about them by you know through friends or Mm -hmm. mutual like musicians I've written about. There's so many good ones. I want to. There's a couple I want to give a shout out to because they have shows coming up. Okay, good. Um, One is a group called After Hours Radio out of Ipsy. So they're like an alt rock. That's cool. That's cool. Yeah, Yeah, they're they're like an alt rock trio, and they actually have their own venue called the Late Station um, in Ipsy. And so they're. I like that DIY. Yeah, Yeah. they're very big. Yes, they're very big in the DIY scene. And so they are putting on a show next Saturday to celebrate their year anniversary of their venue. Okay. So they're having about four or five different acts to support that show. 
Um, and then another group I want to give a shout out to is called Honey Monsoon. They're okay. also from Metro Detroit, and they like are that. kind of a jazz fusion quintet. Okay. They just released a new single called Cloud that's a very, like, funk, disco. You guys oh. are probably, you guys, I see you guys, to say. you should check it out. So they have a new album coming out March 22nd called Opal Soul. They oh. are doing an album release party at the Loving Touch on March 22nd. Oh, okay. So those cool. are a couple of shows. Um, and there's, that's just a couple examples of some of the artists in the area of things coming up that people should definitely check yeah, out. Yeah, so, cool. So well, there's, to make there, our way yeah, out. so yeah. there's tons. And a lot of these I find out about through like, uh, I'll go to a show and write about the headliner and the supporting acts and they'll say, hey, I have a friend in another band. Would you be willing to talk to them? Absolutely. Oh. You know, or people find me or we get it, or we just meet up at different networking events or uh-huh. concerts. It's a variety of ways. And I also follow a lot of people on Facebook. I follow their artist page. I might be friends with them. I follow venues, so there's a whole bunch of ways to track all that stuff. They get too. Yeah, okay. yeah. It's I just sort of intuitively track all this. Like you know, mm-hmm. I follow all this stuff on Facebook. I follow stuff on Twitter and Instagram, and that's and that is this kind of way of sort of just sort of keep track of all these things that are going on. I was about to say, yeah. what inspires you? What sticks out that would make you pick one over? Like if if you had two or three shows to go to, yeah. for that one night, what makes the difference? Um, a lot of it might just depend on like what I have going on, like with my work schedule. So like yeah. if I have to, sometimes some shows go later, so I can only stay for part of it because I've got an early work schedule right. in the morning. Yeah. So yeah. I ideally would rather stay at the show, but right. as, you know you right. can't always. That's not you can't always do that with an eight to five work schedule. Oh, wow. <laughs> so yeah. you do the best you can. So you might stay for part of one and go to another. Or what I do is if I can't make their one show because it conflicts with another one, I'll try to go to a. a if they're local, it's easy because they'll be in the area a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, they'll come to Detroit oh, that's area. Right. Yeah. yeah, they'll make the move. They'll 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 come back around. And what I tell them is, you know, if I can't come to this show, I'll try to make sure I come to another Next one. one. Okay. I try to always get to one if I can, so I can at least see them perform live to see what they're like. What well, you know, whether I've talked them on the phone or interviewed them in person. Okay. Yeah. So. Okay. All right. Cool. Um, we already shared that. And we already even know a little bit of uh, why you do what you do. But what brought you to music? In particular? <laughs> yeah, sure. So I grew up in a family that loved music. So my older brother, Steve, I will give a shout out to him Aww. because he we he used to jokingly call me his music Padawan for Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because he would always introduce me to, he was good about introducing me to all the new music coming in. Okay. So I was always a fan of a lot of classic rock and pop and all that growing up. But he was always on the cutting edge of stuff. So like a lot of indie rock in the 80s into the 90s and then of course into the 2000s, and I would say about 10 years ago, he said, you know, you need to start listening to more new stuff. You listen to a lot of old stuff, there's so much new stuff out there to listen to. So we started going to Bonnaroo and Lollapalooza and Coachella together. Yeah, a bunch of it at one time. Yeah, Yeah. he he would burn me these, like, you know, CDs or send me these uh, flash drives in the mail with all these downloads of of albums that he had and said, here, listen to these artists. Okay. So some of these are not my favorite, like The the National is one. Okay. St. Vincent. Uh, there's so many uh, Boney Bear Uh, I'm trying to name off all the ones here it's hard but a lot of those are ones that he taught me about and so now I see their shows and that really rubbed off on me so because having an older brother to kind of mentor you through that process you know and the idea that I've always liked music because my parents played a lot of albums and like you know took us to concerts and did all that stuff just all that together with a writing background it sort of just kicked in about 10 years ago to really say how could I take this hobby and do something with it? And then I started just going to shows. Like, I just got on this kick and I kept oh going. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> and then the blog kicked in a few years after that. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so Aww. it just was kind of a, it's just kind of how it evolved. Huh? That's cool. All That's right. cool. Do something you enjoy doing. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think that's it. Do you, do you have any more questions? No, I don't. I, I don't. But, I, yeah, other than what I said before is that I, I, I do feel like for artists, 
you are that lifeblood. You, <laughs> you're 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 kind of that conduit between yeah. sometimes the artists and mm-hmm. the greater right. public at large. Right. right. But the good thing is that your heart is into it. Yes. So, it is. so it is. I mean, you are a fan of the music. I you am. love the music. You want to foster the music. I do. And and you really need to have that. Yeah. yeah I mean, and, so. and it's it's nice to meet other people like you guys who who are you know musicians, artists, and then you're doing your part to support that as well. So right. yeah. it's nice to be part of that and see other people support that creative vibe that we need more of out there. And yeah. I just like to see myself as kind of the champion for that because. Yeah. You know, I'm not a musician. I don't write songs, but I really admire the people who do any of that to yeah. explore their art in whatever way possible. And I'm happy to like promote that and share that with people. Ah, that's so, awesome. Because that's just yeah. what I believe in. So, ah, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Well, thanks a lot, Lori. Yeah. We do One that. more question. Oh, go ahead. What's next for the blog? Yeah. Yeah. So, well, I'm still on it. I'm still just kind of my my first goal was to just kind of uh, be on a regular writing basis. So I've been getting about one or two posts out a week. That's a lot. Um, and I also my goal was last year to get a couple like press passes to festivals, which I was able to get to. Yeah. So cool. continue to maybe pursue more of that, and just to continue to find more artists to write about. So. Okay. And eventually maybe looking into one day doing something with uh, a podcast. That same mentor I yeah. mentioned earlier. Yeah. Saying, Lori, you need to start a podcast. So yeah. that might be yeah. So that's a natural. Point, yeah. At some point, awesome. I would like to do that too. Yeah. That is a yeah. natural yeah, transition. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's where I'd like to see. It's just a matter of with work schedules and everything else, getting there. I, I get there. It takes me a little bit, but I'm, I'm working toward it. But two posts a yeah. week, that's yeah. great. Yeah, oh, one to two. It depends on the week. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's really good. Yeah, yeah. 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 So, so, you know, for the artists that are out there, mm-hmm. you know, and you feel like, you know, Lori is something that they be, she'd be interested mm-hmm. in, you know, we're going to have the links at the bottom yeah. of the screen. Yeah, yeah. You know, they need to go ahead and hit her up. You know, let them know what you're doing and that kind of thing because, again, this is about just fostering that whole right, creative, creativity, artistic exactly. environment. Mm-hmm. And one other thing that I really like that you touched on, because I, I think that hit me too, is that, you know, I got to a point where all I was listening to was a lot of mm-hmm. older music. Yes, yes. And, you know, kind of based on what's out there, you're always kind of under the assumption everything that's out there isn't any good. Right, and that, exactly. And you sip through and find right. these great you, new mm-hmm. artists exactly. who are out there. there. There are tons of them, just like what you mentioned, St. Vincent, Minsky. Yeah, there are, there yeah, are a bunch yeah, of those. Yeah, those are another good yeah. one. Yeah. yeah. You know, really, really good artists yeah. who are doing some cutting edge or stuff. Or even that's older uh, artists that maybe have been around, but people don't know that they're exactly. still doing things. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah. Yeah, that was weird because found out Ray Parker Jr. Junior. put out. And I actually, oh my God, I used to love that growing up. Anybody who's seen Ghostbusters knows his knows right, his yeah, yeah. And he, had, he had some great hits in the 80s. Yeah. I mean, he's one I would love to see in concerts. And, and I mean, he's yeah. such a powerful guitar player. Yeah. You know, I, I mean, he wrote a song for Rufus that I hadn't realized before, and he played with Stevie Wonder. I mean, no, he's, he's just awesome. He's musician. one of those that's like uh, probably doesn't quite get the credit they yeah. should for yeah. all the influence they've had. Oh, that's a great yeah. example. Yeah, yeah. Oh, awesome, awesome. I mean, you know, I. I'm always trying to incorporate some of his licks into mm-hmm. stuff. Oh, that no, I do. that's totally cool. So, you know, this guy's <laughs> awesome, you know. So. so, also, if you guys have questions for Lori, because perhaps we can do a follow up. Yeah. Um, so if you have questions directly for her, I will make sure that she gets them. And then if there's enough of you guys uh, chiming in, yeah. we have Lori back. Yeah. She'll come back. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> All right. So upcoming for our blog is the meet and greet 
at uh, South by Southwest. That's yeah. coming up, so make sure you subscribe. Yeah. We're gonna vlog every day. We might busker. Yeah, busker. Now um, Bruce has the bass, the you. Ukulele bass, yeah. <laughs> and so we might try to put together a ukulele duet. We'll see. That would be oh, so yeah, cool. so at the meet and greet. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. On. So make sure you subscribe and make sure you subscribe to Stratton Setlist. Stratton Setlist <laughs> at Stratton I love yeah, it. Yeah. And until next time, we're wishing you. Love, peace, and, and chicken grease. I was about to say, I'm the little If you dig the vibe, make sure you <laughs> subscribe. Subscribe. <laughs> bye bye. <laughs>